There we go. Test, test. That's better. Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, Moto. Oh, yeah, there you go. That was popular. The hamsters in the car were popular. The, uh, the Kia Soul. Yeah, that's right. Hamsters. Like hamsters in uh, track suits. And hamster dance. I almost forgot about that. Sorry. I think that was a website you had to go. It was. Hamster It was when I was in the high schools. Let's see here. I found something for you. Oh. Yeah. You're welcome, sir. That takes me back a minute. You're welcome, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, we're, uh, oh, guess, oh, guess who's back? Back again. Back again. That's right. Joe's back. After the world's longest podcast. Yeah, that's true. This will be our the last shortest. episode. <laughs> and, and we're done. Hey, thanks, thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the opposite of important. I'm getting better at announcing this instead yeah. of just going into it, right? Cold open. Yeah, I try anyway. Um, over here we have Joe. I am Lance. Thank you for yeah. joining us today. Let's see. Sometimes We've got a bunch of day. stuff. We've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to be doing today. Yeah. But... We're not quite there yet. Nope. We're, we're going to get there. We're actually, we're recording two different things mm-hmm. today, and the second one will be a separate entity, a separate episode, and that is going to be our Janet Jackson deep dive yep. into Rhythm Nation 1814, so that'll be the episode after moi. Can you say that about an episode? Sure. Moi? Why not? It's like me, but me. not. There you go. Uh, the cardigan's back. The cardigan's back because it's a snowy day. It is a dude. And yesterday was great. It's snowing again. Like there was six <laughs> inches. Like by the time I left my house, six inches. Yeah. I'm like this is um, so. Yeah. I. I don't know. So that means I either got to call my guy to come and right. scoop and all of that stuff, or I got to get my ass out there. True. And that doesn't sound fun. Although, at least it's not the crazy negative temperatures yeah. that we had before. Not negative so. stupid out. Oh, you know what I need to do? What? I forgot. I have to turn this off. Uh-oh. We turned on the fridge thing. Ah. Here we go. Yeah. Boop. That's why we had that extra noise. Now oh. It's so, yeah, yesterday was six degrees, sunny. Oh, uh, yeah. And... I didn't wear hats or gloves, and it felt amazing. Mm-hmm. I didn't even zip up my coat. Yeah. <laughs> so I think no, that, no, no, no. That know? it's one of those things where, if you live around here, and then it hits, you know, a certain temperature after it's been so cold, you know, you turn into one of those people like, well, shorts. Here we go, <laughs> that guy, uh, that and college yeah. kid that's waiting for spring semester to wrap. But that's up. that's real life. By the way, the thing I did earlier, um, that was a. Uh, Joe had a monster in our yes. little mini refrigerator That's here. That's right. Which it's kind of a cool little thing, but it's not quiet. And even in my headphones, I could hear it. So mm-hmm. I think everybody else could hear it That's too. That's fair. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Just an FYI for everyone out there. Later on in the episode, we will be talking about the Cecil Hotel documentary, which is on Netflix. So if you have watched that or you want to watch it, you can listen into our conversation about it. 
Actually, our friend Jamie Kornstrom is going to be joining us via Zoom. However, there will be plenty of other things that we're going to talk about before that. But if you want to check it out, please do. Joe just watched Coming to America. I did. On Prime. I did. Getting, getting his body ready for Coming to America 2, I believe, right. comes out March 5th. It's coming soon. It's going to be it's good. soon. Yeah. There's a lot of good movies coming out. We yeah. recited about 40 different lines from the movie while we were setting up for today's yeah. episode. We had to reset up everything because Courtney was in here last God. and I got lazy. Courtney. So I had to do the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a great, it was a solid movie. Movie. Yeah, I hadn't actually. I mean, so like, fun growing up. It was always on like you know Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. It was always chopped up for time, right? So it was nice just to watch it and get mm-hmm. all the jokes and get all the stuff that's meant to be in it, mm-hmm. and be like, okay, this is pretty good. We're McDowell's, yeah, <laughs> McDowell's. They have the Mc, they have the Big Mac, and we have the, like all the comparisons. <laughs> they have the golden arches, we have the golden arcs. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so that was just a fun. Just, I'm really excited and quite hopeful for the new movie mm-hmm. i i really hope it holds up trailer looked promising it did because i was like i don't know what direction they're gonna go it's just weird to think about it like first of all you know you're you're bringing back a lot of old players in this movie mm-hmm. and not that uh, it's i guess that's not weird i'm super excited for that but a lot of times that can be a recipe for disaster mm-hmm. because it's been so long since they played these parts. But I gotta, I gotta believe that Eddie can bring it. I think Be- he can. Yeah, you know. I mean, when he showed up for his SNL boom episode, uh, all of them were knockouts. All the sketches, they really were. You know, <laughs> and my God, I love that man. Like, yeah, I mean, I just grew up watching the hell out of him. <laughs> like honestly, you you talk about a lot of comedians comics uh maybe even some actors that they talk about their we can try to fix that is it being weird it's fine no i just need to be a little closer Uh, we uh, they talk about the people that influenced them and what they used to watch when they were younger and for me that was eddie murphy once i discovered delirious and raw uh, I was hooked. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I had seen some of his movies anyway. You know, I grew up kind of on Beverly Hills Cop. Right. Once I was old enough to watch movies and kind of understand them. Like Beverly Hills Cop has been one of my favorites forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember watching repeatedly Beverly Hills Cop even before I watched Back to the Future uh-huh. more religiously. Which... I think I know the connection. Go for it's, it. I, we need to finish that one. By They're the way. both filmed in Detroit. There was a DeLorean no. in the first one. Of, <laughs> That's <laughs> true. There was. Well, you're like, look at it. Look at the screen. Look at the. He's like, <laughs> there was. And you like pause. You're like, just, just look. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What oh. am I? Oh, there it is. <laughs> Boom. There it is. That's when Eddie is outside of uh, what's his face, uh, the bad, the bad dude. I if I sit here and think about it, I'll remember his name. Right. But that the he was outside of his the gate of his home, mm-hmm. and uh, he was talking to the two other cops that took over the case for Taggart and Rosewood. Look, man, <laughs> we ain't falling for no banana and tailpipe. <laughs> no, no banana. And tail, yeah, I need to. You, you've been hanging yeah. out with this dude too long. I need to rewatch because that was when I was going through some stuff and fell asleep. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh. no, we can definitely rewatch. I'm always on board. Like, I don't know what it is, but some of those older movies are like, you're not taking a break after you watch the first one. Like, you're not taking a break. Yeah, before you go right, like Wayne's World. 
sorry, I'm putting three hours down because mm-hmm. I'm going to watch a second one because <laughs> like whoop, right. right into it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could talk about that some more, but know, I'm not going to. Hey, so last night. Last I went, night. I went to work. Last night. She, she said. said <laughs> right. Oh, baby, don't you feel so down. Anyway, last night, she said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I won't do that anymore. Last night, I was going to work. And uh, the night before, I had used my voice a little too much. Everybody knows that I run karaoke on the weekends. And so sometimes I talk about that. Get over it. Right. But the night before, so that would have been Friday night, um, I I kept getting asked to sing with people, which is fine. Like, I, I don't mind it. I, I enjoy it. And it's nice because I don't have to, as long as I, I tell everybody, as long as I know the song, right. I, I'll do it and I'll do my best. But I did quite a bit on Friday night and I I was a little worried about my voice going into Saturday. But then, like, on the way there, I was feeling pretty confident. You know, I try to warm up or do whatever that probably looks ridiculous while I'm in my car. And (laughs) so I did that, and I felt pretty good about what I had going on. And I decided at the beginning of the night I was going to sing – what was it? Um, I was going to sing Pinch Me by Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. Echo, play the song Pinch Me by Bare Naked Ladies. So I I was gonna sing that song. Me by Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, I get on it. Amazon Music. Thank you. I don't know why she has to announce. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I sing this song, and it went really well. But there's no real high highs or low lows or anything like mid-range. that. It's the perfect time. Yeah. So I did that. It was great, and like my voice felt good. But then after there was like nobody singing. There ah. was nobody. So I sounded. It's the perfect time. Of- yeah, like, no, I didn't sound quite that good. So I mean, to, they're like, they're in a studio. You had to carry the show last yeah, night. Yeah, like, there was uh, nobody there. Echo stop. So there was like three people signed up to sing, and it was just the same three people mm-hmm. over and over. At the beginning, it was only two, and so I'm like, okay, I've been really wanting to do "Round Here" by Counting Crows, and I've done it before, and it went well. Uh, this time, oh no, <laughs> it did not go well, and. And that song, it builds up like slowly throughout the entire song. And then he gets super high at the end of it. And I knew by about halfway through the song, it was not going to end well for me. Because there's a part about halfway through where he gets kind of high. And I'm like, oh, that's off. That's That's not what I should sound like right now. And so I'm continuing to sing the song. But I know I'm headed for disaster. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's exactly where I ended up. Ugh. And but I so I, I pushed it. I tried to make it through. And there was a couple spots that I just said, I can't sing this. Yeah. <laughs> I can't it's do the it. Worst. But then I wrapped it. I wrapped it up. Yeah, I don't know. It was a it was a fucking disaster. Ah, you tried. So the rest of the night, like I did a couple more things. You know, I can I can easily pull out like a goo goo dolls or matchbox 20 and it's not too demanding you know it gets a little high for for a bit and i don't know it was just i like going into it i thought i was there i thought i was gonna be fine and and i was so like heading into the bar i was so confident i was like tonight's gonna be a great night i'm gonna be able to sing all of the stuff that i want to maybe even push it a little bit i was just feeling so confident and i just 
shit the bed. I don't know. It was just embarrassing. It makes a it difference. Like, it's weird. Karaoke's like, it makes a difference when someone's like good. Yeah. Versus like pretty fucking good, you mm-hmm. know, because you're drinking and then like, you know, you have those people who want to be up there. But yeah. then it's like, uh, it's, you know, it's like you're having a conversation. Where it's a, where it's a little much. Yeah. You're having, oh, there was plenty of those last night. You know, yeah. you're just talking to your buddy. And then all of a sudden it kind of takes from your conversation because then it's like, what the hell am I listening to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. And then you clap politely. Like, okay, thanks. Like I said, um, Pinch Me went really well. Yeah. But I think that should have been my first clue is because it was going well enough because I had like a bit of that, like the the rockiness, the raspiness mm-hmm. in my voice to, to kind of match a, a, like a bit too much, which should have been a red flag. But I was, I was so like, oh, this is perfect. This is like it's going so well. It's like I sound like Ed, right? But then, uh, <laughs> yes. But then when Counting Crows came along, I was fucked Something because up. that does happen to me sometimes, where I feel like I'm going in the right direction and I know where I'm supposed to be. But the problem is, it's different than like being in a show or being in a band and knowing where you're going all the time with mm-hmm. it because you wash, rinse, and repeat these these lyrics, singing them all the time. But I hadn't done the song in so long, so maybe that was it. Maybe yeah. I just fucked myself over by, by hitting it wrong. Because yeah. there's definitely a right and wrong way to sing. Mm-hmm. And um, there's also wrong sounds that come out of your mouth. I'm and trying that's to what find rando songs that like you wouldn't think fit me, you mm-hmm. know? So like I, I tried Britney Spears a few times. Yeah. It's a different range, but it's doable. Oh, yeah. So when you get a dude that goes up there and does, like, toxic. <clears throat> yeah. Dun, 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 it's well, bit, most you know, of those dudes, like... Uh, you lower the octave. There's that. or Either can, that or some people just don't even try to match yeah. the the melody. And they, they don't <laughs> try to match pitch or anything like that. And they just go for it. And some people just like that. I think I'm just too proud, though. One more time was okay. Yeah. I kind of tried that out. This do afternoon. you recall when we were in Chicago? Yeah. And you said, we should do this Avril Lavigne song. And uh, I oh said, boy. are you sure? What and you're did like, I say? yeah, let's do it. I don't know which one I said. And I bet I have it on video <laughs> somewhere. But it was a fucking disaster. Like, nope. But we didn't know anybody there. So, so we like, just wrote it That out. was one of the best <laughs> weird nights ever. Like, it was a weird night. We just found a random karaoke bar. Random karaoke bar, like, like right. with a weird kind of like window beach to the... theme yeah. to it. And then a whole fucking group of um, improv people yeah. came over because there was a theater like Around a couple doors down. They had backpacks on. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. And so we just, they, <laughs> we, we started hanging out with some of them and it was a, that was also the the place we talked about this a long time ago but they had the mystery bottle they, yes the mystery bottle at the bar tell that i had no it was just a bottle that was in a brown bag and if you ordered it i ordered it cuz i'm a sucker and i needed some entertainment i'm like yeah. what's the deal with the brown bottle it's like it's a mystery bag I'm like yeah what's that mean he's like if you uh you pay for the shot um but if you guess it then you basically get your money back Okay. You know, so it's just mm-hmm. kind of one of those fun, like, I'm not going to guess it, but alcohol, okay. You know, <laughs> so like, I didn't, you know, I don't know how many times he let me, uh, I don't know. I, I, think I don't I, know. Either way, you were way off. I was way off. With whatever you guessed. 
Yeah. And I don't think I could sit there all night and be like this. What about that? You know, so I just kind of. <laughs> but you have to pay for it each time. Yeah. So I drank it and I'm like, mm, Bacardi O. He's like, nope. And <laughs> just puts it back. Like, okay. And, like he didn't even say what it was. <laughs> no, that's he's, the whole he's thing. He's just like, nah. I'll tell you if it's right. It was like, <laughs> okay. All right. And that's when we did Green Day. And like. Oh, yeah. We did do that. Uh, that I don't know. It was like way. I get it. It's Chicago. It's a bigger city. Yeah. But like, you can stick your arm out and touch somebody that's in the front row or like the next table over while yeah. you're on stage. So here we are doing Green Day. And then there's a couple arms uh, length away. Yes. Just macking out. They were actually, so <laughs> the t- like- they did have a TV mounted, but it was mounted on the wall. And I believe I believe I have a picture mm-hmm. of this somewhere because I took a picture of you singing like, the song. But the point was to get them underneath the, the TV. Like they were right underneath the TV. Yep. Just like <laughs> four feet away from us. Nobody else around. Just like, okay. That must have been their song. Yeah. So that was a fun. That was a fun one. That was a great time. We do basket case. I we did. I think it was. I yeah. It was. I don't know, dude. I just felt like shit mm-hmm. last night. And and it almost like it's so sad basically ruined my night yeah and, you know you because expect one thing yeah and and then it made the night fucking just drag on and then like everybody bailed on the bar like most of the people in there by like 11 30 like, and then yeah it was the same people over and over and uh but on the plus side i did get to come home early yeah. and kara and i watched some minecraft videos yeah. upstairs and which what. is my favorite thing yeah yeah uh, I think both of us did the most adulting we've done in a while yesterday. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Well, you called me up. And you're like, hey, man, I'm heading to Ames. You need coffee? I'm like, mm. you know what? I need to head to Ames, too. Sure. Well, okay. And you come pick me up. Well, I got to go drop this off. <laughs> then I got to go get milk. I'm like, well, I need installation for my basement. That's right. <laughs> it's the most like adult thing i've ever done. joe whipped out his man card yeah so here we go like a lot of times when lance and i go get coffee we wing our parking lot like our parking space i have some i have some ways we got tricks yeah so this well we weren't getting coffee at this time but we were stopping by the photo place right and we clearly park illegally which is fine <laughs> or not whatever it's like it's kind of like a crosswalk but not really you were in there for 30 seconds yeah well, there was no and parking spots. There was and there's no. this like crosswalk that allows you like mid row, like halfway through the block to cross the street yeah. because it's Main Street. And it's surprisingly car sized. And so. you're like, hmm, this adds up. <laughs> I'll be right back. So you said, like, I had to laugh about this today because it was funny. Like, it was just, okay, so Lance Parks. And then he's like, uh, just don't say anything if anyone asks. <laughs> and then I'm like, if anyone knocks on the door, I'll just go, no habla inglés. And then you're like, are you sure? See, <laughs> like, it's, it's, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, it's the brilliant conversation. No. <laughs> it's the stuff that movies are made of. Like, see, okay. I love it. <laughs> so that was fun. And then, yeah, hit up Lowe's. They're yeah. my desk. Did we get coffee first? We got, co- yeah, or did we, we did. get coffee after that? We got coffee first. Okay. Because it's right yeah. there. There. I don't want to give away my secret parking spot no. for coffee. No. But let's just say I'm a CEO <laughs> of a company. <laughs> <laughs> 
It works every time when, on the weekend. When my partner, the other CEO, happens to not be around, yeah. that's when I step in. There you go. And accept my duties. See? <laughs> Vice president right there, just in case. Oh yeah, have some my good God. coffee. Yeah. That yeah, got my brain switched. I need I need more stuff here at home. I'm officially out and uh it's not great. Um where do you order peace tree? Oh, uh, peace tree, you can actually get it at Target. Peace tree is... Well, guess um, what? I was at Walmart and they didn't have it. Oh, Walmart so. sucks. I don't know if you know that, yeah. but Walmart... Uh, I believe people have said this for a long time, yeah. that it's terrible. That's right. Target has it. It is a... Um, I don't know if it's in Minneapolis or if it's Minnesota, but ah. it's Minnesota based. Based, yes, but I I can't remember if it's yeah. within the city of Minneapolis. Whatever you gave me was like good flavor. It wasn't. Too oh yeah, cold. it's fantastic. I yeah. think it's some sort of breakfast blend. It was good. And uh, I don't know. I always seem to flock to the breakfast blend. Yeah, I I dig that. Um, not too light, not too dark. Mm-hmm. It's uh just. Just I have a right. couple dark roasts, and I'm like, nah, I need to get rid of these. Well, and I think some Football. of your dark roasts might be, uh, because a lot of your stuff was already ground. Yeah. Right? Do you do beans? Yes. Ah. Well, beans are going to last longer. True that. So once it's ground, it's going to it's gonna not last mm-hmm. as right. long. Um, we'd have to ask Sam about this, but I believe if it's already ground, it'll last a little bit longer if it's in the fridge. That makes sense. I could be wrong. Yeah. But he knows more about coffee than uh, I do. So that's where I was when I bought my new coffee. And I was like, I'm at Walmart. And I'm like, looking at, nope. Mm-hmm. So then I bought like Starbucks breakfast. Walmart's, like uh, there was one time, I can't remember. This is stupid. I don't know why I'm talking about this. But there was a brand that was pretty decent that I found there. And it turned out that Sam had the same stuff. And so we had a we had a moment because we were drinking the same coffee. But... Besides that one, which I never found again, uh, don't get coffee from Walmart. No. Don't do it. I'll get folders. Actually, the the most recent one that I ran out of, I got from Morning Bell on Main Street in Ames. That's great. And I don't know how much it was, but it was a tree house something or other. And it was was a good flavor. Ah. And like I told you, I don't like too much flavor because I always like to have honey in my coffee there you go that's my that's my favorite it's not as bad for you as sugar but it's still not not bad for you but it's a little bit it's a little bit better but i got it from uh from becky for christmas and it's been really good so i may have to go back and get some of that i mean for the for the amount of money Mm -hmm. you know let's say they charge me anywhere between 14 and 20 bucks for this bag i got a good number of uh, cups of coffee out of it. Yeah. And I mean, we're talking large. I fill up those Tarvis uh, cups that I have that keep it super warm. Yeah. And uh, I don't have any Yeti stuff. I know oh, everybody's yeah. on fucking fire about Yeti. But Tarvis, they do, uh, like, I've got a couple Harry Potter cups. I got a Star Wars mm-hmm. cup. So I look way cooler than all you motherfuckers with Yetis. <laughs> it yeah. was nuts. Like, I like it when <laughs> there's definitely a contrast when we go order anything really mm-hmm. you know it's like i'm just easy peasy you you and you switched yours <laughs> i did i recently because you used to always get dark roast and i and i would bitch at you that you wouldn't get light roast with me and lately now that i've been getting like, the well, dark like, roast there's more caffeine well yeah yeah, yeah yeah the light the light roast does have more caffeine yeah so, like, so you were all you were all jacked up yesterday yeah. And so, yeah, that's right. But I did notice that you that you switched. So we kind of, I, I, I think, like, at about uh, the same time, both of us switched because 
I was having trouble getting. Why? Why are we talking about this? It's funny um, because why, the, way uh, the order is. Beca- like, yeah, because <laughs> the light roast typically has more flavor in it, mm-hmm. and then that would interfere with my wanting to get a pump of their homemade vanilla and honey. Right. And so when I would do that, it would mix with whatever fucking weird floral hints that were in the coffee and it was just like too much Mm -hmm. so then i started switching to the dark roast and yeah it wasn't as much coffee but let's be honest i'm getting 20 fucking ounces yeah you know big so i'm i'm still still doing okay in the caffeine department Uh yeah Yeah. it's just fun because like i'm easy peasy about it yeah and like they always have like the weird names i'm like i'll take a a Baja light row, whatever it is, you know, it's like, okay. It's like, oh no, yeah, that's a really good one. So yesterday you had Guji. Guuji, that's what the And uh, I fucking hate that coffee. <laughs> it was good but I for think, me. Well, I and I'm, for me. maybe it's good if it's by itself, just drinking it straight. Because that's what I had with yeah. a little bit of sugar. Yeah. That's it. Which is good. It's good for your buns. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I read that. There you go. Yeah. Um, anyway. But what? it's fun, yeah, because then I'll order mine, keep it simple. And yeah. you're like, give me a pump of vanilla, some honey, milk from a cow. Uh, Wait, like, what? I don't no, know. no, no, I don't do, cr- I don't do I don't do cream. <laughs> it's just funny how I, customizable But I do do, 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 cream. I do, 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 cream in the in the cold brews. Yes. Because it, you got to dial that back a yeah. little bit with some dairy. And if we go to any restaurant, you're like... I request 17 pickle spears on a plate separately from my order. It's like, okay, okay. Some people comply and it's amazing. It's very impressive. It's hilarious. I don't know. That's yeah. what I think. It's hilarious. It's just like, all right. Hey, let's check the news. Here we go. You ready to check the news? Bum, 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 bum. Mm. Wait, no. By the way. <laughs> uh, Gina Carano. Gina. Who was in The Mandalorian. Yeah, um, she she's now saying that she was bullied by Disney, and she's calling out political double standards at the company. So anyway, she's probably still not getting her job back. She was just portrayed by Cicely Strong on SNL. Oh really? Yep. It was, I missed it. It was funny. It was pretty good. What what they do? Like sum it, it up the, without ruining it. Uh, it was basically okay. Remember when SNL came back after a bit of a. Yeah. hiatus yeah, yeah and it was uh it was kate mckinnon yep does this still work and it was kind of one person after another yeah same, yeah okay. same idea but it was hosted by britney spears and Excellent. she's like the only reason why you know me is because you learned the word conservatorship it was just kind of <laughs> funny and then they had like uh bill de blasio on and okay they had like a couple like it was the same kind of sketch kind of yeah. thing and then her it's like Apparently, I can't say that people are being Nazis about it. Ugh. Just like it was kind of funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah, she's not getting her job back. Yeah. And I did hear. Uh, I know that you haven't watched The Mandalorian. Joe's not hip like the rest uh, of us. Hip to be square. But yeah, I mean that checks out. Uh, <laughs> and they are not recasting the role. Well, so there you go. Shoot. Well, I guess they're creative enough to roll with it. But that's the thing. Is like. Uh, I en- I enjoyed her in the show, yeah. so it's too bad. It, that's I guess it's one I don't know. It's just it's like when you know Carrie Fisher passed, yeah, and it's like what would have been, what could have been, mm-hmm. plot wise, but whatever. This is just one other character. Yeah, her role will not be reprised by anybody else. So I guess they're just vanishing. But, which I mean, if you're watching the show, 
It's fine. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's a bummer, but they'll introduce a new character, and undoubtedly, it will be Samuel L. Jackson as Mace Windu. That, yes, I mean, but that, on, that that'll get people to forget about go. it. <laughs> but that, uh, she's on cameo for seventy five dollars for real. I don't know. That'd be oh. hilarious. Hey, if you're not getting your job back, I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, All I right. guess so. She's not busy doing other things i i told joe but i haven't told america yet america. that tom wilson yes uh, also known as biff from the back to the future franchise is now on cameo you know how much he is i think he's like i would say 300 no no i think he's 150 it's not bad yeah it's not bad hmm. i thought about it i thought about it and then about the same time that 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 i saw that a memory popped up on my phone from 10 years ago when Paul and myself, so I can't remember if this happened 10 years ago or if I posted the photo 10 years ago. Right. We went to see a stand-up show that he was headlining up in the Twin Cities. I think it was at the Mall of America. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's still there, but there was a it comedy club yep. in there. And so Paul and I ended up getting there. I wasn't too crazy hip into the... um the stand-up scene mm-hmm. back then, but I really wanted to see him, and we got there at a decent time. We ended up sitting front and center. No oh, man. And dude talked to us, like, the whole time. It was your show. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. He he did the whole, hello, McFly, like, thing. On your head. Can you hear that? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what he did. <laughs> uh, he did that, like, to me. He sang a song, like, about Paul. And then would it, 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 it's a whole thing. I don't know. I, it, I if I try to tell the story, I'm going to butcher it. But basically, after the show, we got to got to meet him. He signed a little card that he had with him for yeah. everybody. He he did, back then. We talked about this. He didn't sign Back to the Future stuff. Like he was being a little weird about it. Mm-hmm. But now, since I mean, not now, now, but back when conventions were happening, he saw that. Christopher Lloyd, Michael J. Fox, Leah Thompson were doing them and making all this money. Finally, somebody got him to do it. And we've seen videos of him interacting yeah. with people there and being super cool. Yeah. And now he's signing Back to the Future stuff. Like, so ah. I don't know. At that particular show, there was somebody there that um, had uh, they they had brought like a full size poster to get Ooh, signed and ugh. he and he was like no i'm sorry i can't do it and he made up some reason that didn't make any sense like, but he was like but i can sign this for you and okay whatever but i got a picture with him that was on facebook yeah. i'm gonna finally get to where i was going with this and we were on our way to the to the car in the parking garage and somebody walked past us and they're like so you guys were basically the show tonight. I'm like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Money well spent. It was. Uh, I was. I think I was talking to Paul about that recently. That it's one of those memories that I just have no proof of that that, that those shot. things yeah. happened. Yeah, and it, it was before the show had started. I was like, oh, I should try to see if I could get an audio recording of this. And it wasn't something that I was used to doing. Like, you yeah. and I do it all the time now. But I I couldn't get it in time. The show started, and I didn't want to be seen with my phone. Right. I think out. somewhere I have a picture from that night. Obviously, the ones from after the show. But then I have a picture of him, like, rustling up Paul's hair. <laughs> and But it's, like, in motion, so yeah. it's kind of blurry. 
And I was trying to not let it be known that I had a camera out, but I don't know. That was like that was on a legit digital camera back in the day, not on my phone. Exactly, like a separate device. I know what (laughs) with a memory card and batteries. I probably had a one gigabyte memory card. Yeah, that was the biggest I had ever had for that. So we all know Tom Wilson at the time he was following uh, in the likeness of uh, Steve Martin because if you ever meet Steve Martin, he does not sign autographs. Ah, yeah, he has a card. That says, this uh, verifies that you've met me. These are some things I like. These are some questions I get asked often. Blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. So that's what Tom Wilson followed. But knowing you and autographs and things, what would you have him sign if it was Back to the Future or a photo mm. or something? Because you're usually pretty good at like printing off something cool. <laughs> you know, that's because he just did it a different way. Don't get me wrong. You know, I would love to have a Back to the Future poster signed by the main characters in the cast. Uh, I never get Crispin Glover. I get that. Yeah, um, he just kind of went AWOL. <laughs> right. I would never get... See, I've got, I've got separate things signed by Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, and Leah Thompson. Mm-hmm. I have something signed by Claudia Wells, who was the original Jennifer Parker... Um, I actually came across that picture the other day. I think it's out there. Yeah. Um, but uh, she was at the Burbank yeah, convention yeah. that I went to. I I think that that would be the thing that I would want is a poster, a poster, just yeah. a really nice quality print. But the problem is trying to get all of that signed right without it getting fucked up, True. especially on something that person big. to person. Yeah. Versus uh, maybe just a neat eight by ten or yeah. whatever a biff or something. But perfect Literally. world, perfect world. That's what I would I would want. Yeah, that I think I cool. would go the anti route mm-hmm. and be like, it's a sign, it's an autograph poster of Back to the Future, but it's got the second unit director autograph. It's got the key grip director's there you autograph. Go. There it's like you everyone go. but the principal <clears throat> cast. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> You have you have a bunch of no names and then just Steven Spielberg. Yeah, but it's autographed. It's autographed, bro. <laughs> I told you it was autographed. <laughs> yeah, that would be, be cool. that would be fun. You can tell my voice is fried. God. Yeah. More news. Uh, nearly thirty thousand Max reportedly infected with mysterious malware. So good thing you didn't get your Mac yet. Ah. So they'll they'll have that taken care of by the time. Ah. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I know. What time is it, by the way? The time is what is it? Three thirteen. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, we've got to we we've got to do our thing. Yeah. Here. Um. Current temperature something. 13. We are going to. Sorry, I was going to do more news, but um, we need to take a break because. We are going to talk to our friend Jamie, Jamie, for a bit about uh, about Cecil? some stuff. You'll and find I'm out what it is. Uh, oh, you just spoiled it! God damn it! Cut it! <laughs> <laughs> we'll brb, Jk, lol, but for real. Welcome back. We are uh, mostly set up for our next segment. And now we're just waiting for Jamie to join us. That's right. And we thought about not coming back from our break until that was complete. But this seems more exciting. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. 
There so we go. we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Cecil Hotel, yes, a bit, and we might even talk about things related, okay, to that. Ooh. Oh, oh, should I click it? I'm gonna click it. She wants to be admitted. Here it is. Here we go. I admit you, and it's Jamie. Is she? Oh, I see your name. I believe I can hear you now. Ooh, can you? Yes, there we I go. Can. can. You hear me? Yeah. Yes. You're there. Oh. Um, I was just getting ready to text you. I was making an amazing noise in the back of my throat, <laughs> and now I can't make it anymore because I think there was a little bit of spit there. So it was almost being a Chewbacca noise, but now I, I totally can't, normal. I can't make that noise. We finally have Jamie. We got it all figured out. All right. How you doing? Where'd your background go? Are we gonna fake it? Were you in the? You were in that one movie. What was Coco? the name of that was movie? That Coco? Coco. Coco. Yeah, it looked like Coco. Yes. But now you're just in your basement. I. Now I'm just in my basement. So I didn't know what, I don't know. I was just like, you know what? We'll turn off the virtual background just for today. I've been having it on for work a lot, so. Nice. We're good. Okay. So okay. we are here to talk about the crime scene Cecil Hotel with yeah. our friend Jamie Kornstrom. That's right. First of all, before we get into all of that, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. I'm doing, I'm doing well. Yeah. I was told a long time ago Start that I'm supposed it. to say well. <laughs> Actually, you are. grammatically, I feel, you're supposed to say I well. I feel like maybe one of the people that told me that was Jamie. Yeah. That <laughs> Seems sense. like That's something true. she would say. <laughs> you're doing it well, Lance. 100%. It could be me, or it could be Bailey, or it could be something Bailey had recently gotten on me about, and yeah. so then I repeated it. There is that. Like, this is what my sister told me. Bailey is Jamie's delightful sister that's right. who at one point in time, and we will not get into the details, saved my life on stage. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. But we are going to talk about the Cecil Hotel, and um, I've got some music. You like that? Mysterious. Yeah, it's a little mysterious. Mm. There is no like official soundtrack, so I didn't know right. what to use. <laughs> That's like so, being like, is there a soundtrack to Dateline? Well, like, I don't know. <laughs> so I found something else from another Netflix show that shall go unnamed unless you are smart enough to figure it out. So what did we think of the somewhat spook fest that is the Cecil Hotel? Well, I felt like it was... Uh, it was like an extended dateline, like, mm-hmm. it, you know, plenty of information, plenty of facts, but they kept on, you know, with the uh, storyline of it. Yeah. I think they executed it pretty well, because then at mm-hmm. the end, you kind of know it of like, oh, that's the real story. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was spooky. Like yeah. the introduction of like, this is the history. This is the people who used to live here. These are the people who are currently living here and go. And then you're like, oh, good grief. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. It was kind of fun. I remember talking to you about it before I had watched it. And after having watched it, I do agree with you that it was maybe one episode too long. A little bit. <laughs> there was a yeah. lot. There's a lot of filler yeah. in this show. But I but I yeah. did enjoy it and I'm gonna get into the 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 meat of it, it soon. But first, Jamie, what did you think? Because you were sending us a few updates um, while you were watching. Yeah, it. that's right. Yes. Yeah. My live updates when I watch stuff. Yes, uh, I liked it overall. I agree that especially that last episode was real slow. And I feel like they could have done it probably in three. I get why they did four. But um, overall, I liked it. I have a lot of like specific opinions about specific elements of it that are not always positive. But in overall, I mean, it was very informative and I enjoyed watching it. It was a 
nice thing to sew too. So it's good. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, so what, like, I didn't know the, the end of the story watching it. Did you guys know? No. How it was going to end? No. Okay. I did not. It, yeah. And it was one of those things I where had like, no it, idea. it hit the news at some yeah. point. I don't know what year it took place, but yeah, it was like, I'm staying off Google for now because uh, I don't yeah. want to like get a news story or something that like, well, because you know. since the, the release of it, it was like two weeks ago, you know, there's yeah. a lot of people now watching it. So you very easily could have stumbled upon information that you didn't mm-hmm. want. Having said that, <laughs> at the end of the, well, I actually, I'm going to let, uh, if you don't mind, Jamie, uh, so that way yeah. you can uh, be a bigger part of this episode, could you sum up the the show for us? And the uh, yes. I'm, even if you want to Wikipedia it, but I would love to hear you okay. uh, recount the show. So uh, the Cecil Hotel is a hotel or was a hotel in L.A. It is um, how or it is located in the Skid Row area of L.A., which is a rougher, I think is a fair way to say a rougher oh, yeah. neighborhood. Um, and I and mean, then a lot of downtown happened, L.A. just in general is rough really i've never yeah. been yeah yes. yeah i remember going to see uh the staple center yeah is downtown oh boy there, i mean there's a lot of people out there that live in this area and are f- more familiar with la i have very minimal experience down there but i remember going to see prince at the staple center for his musicology tour and um it was just weird that this place was in the middle of all of these other things that we were seeing down there mm. It was crazy. Now, I could have been in close proximity of this area and just not known it that because one. I was super young. But anyway, that was just a little Tidbit. bit of that's the that's the bit of information that I know about downtown okay. L.A. Down and uh, it was weird. And Skid Row. There yes, there was that. <laughs> so go ahead. I'm sorry, Jamie. Well, so I was <laughs> Googling it and this person's review that it's set. Netflix Cecil Hotel documentary and irresponsible bloated mess. It's dull, drawn out, and potentially dangerous. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it, I'm going to go ahead and say they did not appreciate it. Yeah, I I would be so bold as to say it was not their favorite documentary. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't think it was dull, but it was, what was the second D word you said? <laughs> um, Drawn out. Drawn we, out. We, it was, we've it touched was on. definitely yeah. drawn out. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And so it follows. Will, yeah, go ahead. So it follows the disappearance of a Canadian named uh, Elisa Lamb. Mm-hmm. And she basically she wanted to go on a vacation and she decided to travel through California. She ends up staying at the Cecil Hotel and promptly her parents had said she could go as long as she calls in every day. So like the next day when she hadn't called in at all, they knew that she was missing. And so. Within four before forty eight hours, which I I always hear on TV shows is like the standard amount of time you have to wait before declaring right. missing persons. But after twenty four, they start looking twenty four hours. They start looking for this woman, and uh, they promptly cannot find her. And it takes them two and a half weeks to finally find her in a water tank at the hotel. They mainly find her because one of the guests is complaining about the this water is, this in is general. joe's favorite part and <sighs> he's like cringing and so then 
I feel so bad it made for sense. the maintenance guy that had to oh. go up there and find her. And they find her in the water wa- or in the water tank. Um, there's a lot of sh- the internet sleuths think it's really shady because they'd had cadaver dogs and the cadaver dogs didn't find her when they were up on the hotel or they looked on the roof and then it just goes through it really since it was in 2013 i believe it really became an internet sensation between um like it was a very sensationalized story and then they loaded the security camera footage which was really creepy um right because it had been slowed down and then, um, so all these internet sleuths try solving her disappearance slash why she died. And so the documentary just goes through this whole process. It taught, um, a lot of people that talk are investigators, both with the LAPD and then also like a couple of the um, sleuths, uh, YouTubers and such. Yeah. Manager, and then yeah. the hotel manager, the um, maintenance guy, and it just goes through the story of how it was investigated. And then it wraps up with mm-hmm. how the police, uh, like, in the corner, like, what the official story was. Right. Um, I didn't know if I was supposed to. No, it's, or not. Yeah, I, I, have, I haven't decided yet <laughs> if, we're, if we're giving so, spoilers or not. But let me okay so i'm watching this and i think i might have watched the whole thing in one night which was probably a bad idea uh just because i had to stay up so fucking late to do it but um for the most part i didn't it's not it wasn't my favorite thing i've ever seen obviously but it didn't bother me as much as that one dude whose review you were yeah (laughs) reading come on um but (laughs) i i swear to god i've never seen so many different angles of one building yeah in my entire life drone footage it's drone so footage. much drone footage <laughs> they it, they showed this building from every possible angle even schematics that you could think of of yeah. like blueprints okay now this much is hotel this much is people who live there yeah and this much is a different hotel and i mean it was also i did find that helpful that was I'm not yeah because when they were talking about how it was divided out even when they did end up showing that i was oh, still sick. a little confused because yeah. two of the categories sounded very similar to me mm-hmm. so it, she, she's like residents and then long-term guests or something like that yeah. and i'm like yeah. Wouldn't that be the same thing? But apparently not. I have no idea. Well, uh, what I was getting at is that, like, it seemed like every time they they cut to something, it was another shot of the hotel. And, yeah, yeah. it's kind of creepy because, you know, they've changed the sign so many times. It's it's uh, it's not quite run down. It's just yeah, weird it, that it's in in that area. And because old. because downtown has changed so much and. The one thing that I think was good about the whole thing is that if you're watching it, it brings a lot of awareness to people that aren't familiar with the area to the homelessness problem, which a lot of people in that area talk about, but there's like nothing planned to help it. So I feel like this is in a weird roundabout way for like, homelessness awareness it was that and mental health because at the very end there's it was a bit of yeah like, a bit of mental health you know um so we've got because i know who i want to talk about and we're gonna we're gonna get to it that metal but game. but <laughs> jamie tell me yes. either your favorite 
person in the documentary or least favorite person? Oh, least favorite is yeah. definitely the general manager. Okay. <laughs> that was- I don't know why. <laughs> Just something about she was so distant and cold. And I get that like it's been eight years yeah. or something. But I don't know. There was just something about her that rubbed me the wrong and way she, constantly. She dressed up a little yes. too much for that interview. It was weird because it said former yeah. manager or former or former. Yeah. But yet she looks like she still works there. Yeah. Like that's true. What's the well, real story here? Yeah. <laughs> she's a type. Yeah, so there's that. Type. There you go. Yeah. She and, was a uh, piece of work. But and then I don't know. I don't know who my f- I don't know if I had a favorite. I also was very weirded out just in general by how entitled some of the people were to information, mainly Mm -hmm. the the internet people and specifically one of the YouTubers. I can't, I don't remember any names, but like he was the guy that someone like offered to go to her grave site and like record it for her. Like some people felt like weirdly attached to this person and very entitled, like, I deserve to know what happened to her. Like, why do you deserve to know the life of this stranger? This is the guy that I want to talk about because this, this was my name. Cause I don't, I don't remember his name. If do you have your computer in front of you? If you can look up his name, because I'm sure it's just as ridiculous (laughs) as the way that he is. This guy, he like from the beginning, something felt weird about this guy. And then he, got this sort of attachment to this girl. Mm -hmm. And the way that he talked about her was the creepiest part of the whole documentary. Mm -hmm. A documentary that the music and the angles and everything is intended to be creepy. This dude is the creepiest part of this whole thing. Because he starts, like, identifying with her and just, like, dude, you, you don't even know this person. Yeah. Are you like, talking the goth metal guy? No. No, okay, no, no, not, no that was morbid. Okay, I remember um, his name. Like John Sabant Sobant. Oh, okay. S-O-B-H-A-N-I. Okay. So this fucking guy. <laughs> he is you know that this isn't the first time he's been obsessed with somebody online. Yeah, yeah. He's like an internet stalker type. And I don't wanna I don't wanna shit on anybody. But this is just all based on how this documentary portrayed him. Like you said, he had somebody. I'm surprised he didn't go himself. He had somebody go to the gravesite and like touch the grave for him to believe that it was like real or to substantiate it or I I don't know, like because he felt this closeness to this person based on these YouTube videos nope. that, yeah. yeah oh. And because he was one of the internet sleuths or whatever they yeah. referred to themselves as, but that guy fucking yeah. creeped me out and it takes a lot to creep me out. I'm like, nope. Gross. I, I mean, I work Gross. at a bar. Right. Okay. <laughs> I see a lot. Yeah. That was nuts. And the, just this, you if, if you, you if you would just take his clips of him talking like in, in order of the, of, of events, it's crazy mm-hmm. the stuff that he's saying and how close he feels to this person that he's never met. God, it's fucked up. Nope. And like, and that and like yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say like you kind of hear about people becoming that fanatical with like celebrities, but celebrities have also like chosen to put themselves in the spotlight. Yeah. So like for them to just latch on to a 
random person in society just feels so weird. Like mm-hmm. it creeped me out. Yes. It's just, it's very alarming. Yeah. Uh, Joe favorite or least favorite character. Ah, dude, that metal guy was something else. Like, Mor- morbid. A bit. You know, it was at just the, like, at the end. So bad. Yes. For him. At yeah. the end of that thing, my other takeaway is I want to Venmo him like money. Like, in because a, I, yeah. I did feel so bad for him. He's like, I'm just trying to make music. And yeah. It's like, oh, okay. don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> his music sucks. Yeah, right. But, but he's trying. It's whatever he's into. Yeah. You know, and he just seemed like a decent guy. And maybe this is his way. He was an easy of target. expressing himself yeah. and it's a it's an unfortunate it, way in my know. opinion yeah. to express yourself but like talk about he's the second victim of the whole thing yeah and that sucks like okay yes. thanks so everyone. so for anybody that doesn't know this part about it he is a he's a guy that like a year prior happened to be staying in the Cecil hotel that's right and he happens to make music that's very like uh, Marilyn Manson, Guar, Slipknot esque. Yeah, and and he goes is it by the death name Metal. It, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing that's what it's like. Fall, like in as. the heavy metal yeah. realm, it's specifically the death metal. Yeah, because there's like death metal, heavy or fantasy metal, like different versions yeah. of metal music. So I'm pretty sure he's death metal. Face and, makeup and everything. Yeah, you know? and but. it's a it's a bit extreme, and he like his. His, I guess you would call them lyrics. I'm using right. air quotes here. Are, are pretty extreme. They, they lined up, and I don't. It's not like I would be uh, expecting any music in return by my donation to him. I don't. I don't want to hear any more of it. But and I did think that it was interesting that the documentary used some of his music as their background yeah. music in order to enhance him. their movie. Yeah. Well, not only enhance him, but they kept it going. To further the narrative that they had, which I hope that he yeah. got paid Something. for yeah. by by doing this whole thing. Yeah. Um, that was one of the things that I noticed because they were clearly like they had kind of exited the part about him. But then they kept playing his music Good. along with other clips and undoubtedly another three shots of the hotel. Right. And it was just it, it was crazy. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I, I felt really bad for that dude. That guy. Yeah. But I did watch this yeah. on a Friday well, night, and I was in the tub. Oh, boy. So that added another layer to it. Joe watches all the like, good stuff in I, the tub. Sometimes I just soak in the tub and watch Netflix. It's okay. <laughs> but with it being that a body was found in a water tank, and I was sitting around in water, <laughs> that was a little bit different. Anyway, That's so, a little rough. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> it hit home. <laughs> the elevator video oh, yeah, that was, was definitely... I, I understand why it became internet-y. so viral. Yeah, yeah. And because it was fucked up and it is strange that it was edited and slowed down. You couldn't read this timestamp and like information on it, Mm -hmm. which I don't know. It kind of reminded me a smidge, like not so much this one, but it reminded me a smidge of making a murderer. Oh, okay. But that one had like way more people into it, Mm -hmm. more conversation versus this one had an ending. That's the part I like was like, so many eyes are on it and like what's right. your take what's your you know right so that part of the internet like looking at like every little detail of like an elevator video reminded me of like making a murderer and like yeah people getting into it and so yeah so once you get to the end of the show do you feel like the journey was worth it and what they put everyone through watching it and all the all the morbid songs, all the ominous tones, 
all of the all of the interviews, the, the dissecting everything, and and then and then once you once you get to the end and you and you find out all the details that everybody knows about this, then do you are you satisfied with it, you guys? I'm looking at you two. Ah, okay. um, or are you kind of like? Well, I just wasted four hours of my life watching this because it easily could have been summed up in an hour. Yeah, because I feel they led you down to thinking it felt like a Dateline episode where yeah. they kind of led you down to who did it. Someone had to do it. And then they kind of led you down to like, nah. And did they eh, find her? It was her. We'll All find along out because of after this. Ah, there you go. So I felt it was a little bit kind of... I don't know. It was a weird feeling where I felt somewhat satisfied, but I kind of wanted a different ending I of see. like more justice or like they found him or it wound up kind of being more of a mental health kind of a thing. And you yeah, know? there's that. And does the, did the end justify the road there? Like the way that they marketed the, and produced the entire documentary. Like it, the, the end has a much, different feeling than all other it's like it was trying to be a different kind of show yeah you know what i mean it was it was trying to be creepy yeah and but then in the end they're right. like here's the time that we need to talk about this homelessness here's the time we need to talk about mental health mm-hmm. and it's way di- I, it felt like two different things at times L- yeah it felt and wonky I, don't know. I would also add like the mental health aspect was also just kind of quick, like for how drawn out this was, the actual cause of everything was so rushed and just kind of glossed over. Yeah. And so I'm like, you did a entire episode on being creepy. You should pay more attention to the actual cause Yeah. because there's such a stigma with mental health. And like it, is so hard for people to talk about or to deal with because they just feel so ashamed about it. I feel is often a, or, you know, it's just not talked about because it's like a loosely taboo subject almost. And it, that stigma needs to come down or else you're going to keep having cases like this. So for me, for it to be so rushed, like that was disappointing. I don't like, there's nothing you could have done to like, you don't need to draw out more. They touched on toxic. You should have given equal, yeah. yeah, they. I mean, measures. like, they touched on toxicology reports, and this is what was in her system, this is what meds she was taking, A, B, and C. And then at the end, it was like, hey, talk about mental health more. But up, up, but up, up. And then, like... Is this... <laughs> it Would this type of documentary, would it need the the green light from her family? That, oh, or is it go. just because... is Are they only allowed to say stuff that's public knowledge? Or do you think I, I wish I knew the answer to this. I did not I did not look this up ahead of time. But it seems to I me if they if, if her family were to have seen this, it um I this is a uh, I, I want to take this in another direction at the same time. But did either of you watch Night Stalker? I need to. Okay. So Night Stalker, uh, there's a even at the the very beginning, um, first episode, they have a quick shot of the Cecil Hotel because that's where he stayed for at least a certain amount of time. But they haven't really gone into it yet. But it's interesting that it's an, another Netflix thing and they kind of tie it in like that. Oh boy! And in 
um, the Cecil Hotel documentary itself, they mention the Night Stalker and how he how he had stayed there. But in that particular show, they go into big details as to what happened to these victims. And it's a completely different topic, completely different show. But it made me think about these people that are giving interviews of loved ones that they lost because he had murdered them. Mm -hmm. But the images in the show are incredibly disturbing, like actual crime scene photos. And then they take those photos and recreate the, you really got to check it out. Uh, And then they recreate the scene and it looks kind of like half computer done, but, but you're basically looking at a 3d rendering of this, person's loved one laying there dead on the floor or on a bed or whatever. And it's like they gave their their interview for this. So obviously they decided to be a part of this. But if they were to watch this back, like... Could you take I, it? I, I, yeah. yeah, I feel like the directors would almost have to say, hey, thank you for doing this. Here's compensation or whatever. Thank you for telling your story. But do not watch this show. You're because hate the we, cut I, I mean, it's it's gonna bring on emotions, uh, and like, post traumatic stress. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I was thinking about her family, um, and I I forget their names, but if they were to watch this back, just the way that it starts off being, you know, they they almost make you buy into the conspiracy before you. I don't, it's a weird roller coaster, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I also, it didn't help because, oh, I have a lag, sorry. Uh, it didn't help that in the back of my mind, I don't know if you guys ever listened to the Creepy Podcast, uh-huh. but it best it basically just tells like 15-minute scary stories, sometimes longer. One of them is like the elevator game where you're on an elevator and you like have to go up, up and down and like press all these buttons and all these things. So, so that was in the back of my mind, just waiting for it. Like, uh-huh. like is she attempting the elevator game? No, she was like, that's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what it but, was. <laughs> like, it didn't help that I have all this weird stuff that I listen to and read. Like, for a while, I was trying to remember if her body was like in this tank that is impossible to get to. But then I remembered, yeah. no, that's a book that I read. But, um, sorry, that's completely off the topic. That's um, okay. That's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But I would feel like the family, if your loved one had passed tragically in whatever circumstance, murder, like terrible accident, like you and like, if I'm just trying to put myself in their shoes, like if someone approached me after like my sister ha- had gone through whatever, it's like, I would want to know every single detail of how you are using my interview right? before I'm going to say, accept or say yes to anything because yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like they're going to chop you I, up. So I would. Yeah. And I don't know if I could, like, I don't know if I would want to relive it. So I can totally understand why her family, like you only ever see them in the uh, footage that was from a press conference. And then that's the only time you see them. Everything else. It's just public domain. It's like the only thing you hear of her was through her words, but they're in, like from her Tumblr post. Otherwise there wasn't right. really anything personal. Did. Yeah. And so. think about the, the actor that portrayed her. Yeah. And like oh, yeah. at, at, uh, if you guys have seen it, the, uh, the, the water scenes 
get a little gratuitous. A little bit. It's like we yeah, we get it. She's she's dead. She's in a tank. She's she's floating. I get it. <laughs> I, I don't like I don't need this image like seared in my mm-hmm. brain, which it is now. Yeah, <laughs> now like, that I like if they had just shown it a couple times, I feel like I wouldn't be able to see it so clearly when I close my eyes. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Then but, there was that TV show that I don't know what TV show it was, but there was like so many parallels to it. That was Dark Water. Dark Water. And okay. it was a oh, movie. It was a movie, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That like, was pretty crazy. Like this is a little too yeah. close, but yeah. That never that, seen it. That was interesting. Yeah. I I have seen it, oh, but it was a long time ago. Good grief. Um yeah. Um I mean, probably not the best movie to watch. Now. Right. So I wonder <laughs> if uh Cecil Hotel now if this is uh, helping business or not, <laughs> like in a way. Well, sort of, well, I mean, it already happened years it's ago. It's not open right now. It's oh. currently closed because it's been sold. That's right. That's and right. they plan to open it and it's going to be like half hotel, half, half that. That's right. Because it's well, like being remodeled and stuff. Uh, that's right. Because they wanted to remodel it. And then the current owner said that they wanted to put a rooftop pool in. That's, like, yes. What the fuck are you thinking? I mean. <laughs> That's right. It's a choice. I don't know. So. I, yeah. I, I, after we're, we're done with this, I want you guys both to watch Night, Night Stalker. Stalker. Okay. And that would be another fun oh, one to talk great. about. That'd be and fun. then it'll just be our thing that we only talk about creepy shit. Well. Yeah. Perfect. We started, okay, <laughs> this all kind of started with like, what, we kind of did a watch thing and we do a podcast, right? Yeah, right. We did Tiger King. I mean, yeah, we're into yeah. some weird shit. <laughs> That's okay. And I, I don't know about you guys, but was I the only one sad that Trump didn't pardon him? I mean, uh, seemed like he had his hopes up. He did rent a limo and had it waiting outside the prison. Yes. <laughs> He's did like, you read that? No. <laughs> He's like, we are confident. My my lawyers are confident that I will be pardoned. That's so weird. Nope. Like, <laughs> what do you do that for? Just on hopes that, or in hopes that he hears that you're preparing all this stuff? So I guess. I don't know. That's I mean, the news outlets weird. are there. Try any angle you can to get out. Sorry, Joe. Out. You're not, uh, what's his face? Um, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. There he you got go. Pardon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Weird pardon. So, Joe, f- yeah. final thoughts on the Cecil Hotel. Um, I liked it, but I think it could have been a little bit better, I guess, yeah. as far as that execution. It mm-hmm. was okay. It wasn't like blowing my, like, it wasn't like watching like uh something bigger like when it was uh i don't know i feel like it didn't have the same flair as uh as tiger king or making a murderer yeah i don't hear a whole lot of coworkers talking about it i don't hear a lot of people online talking about it it was okay it was entertaining yeah but it wasn't like through the roof kind mm-hmm. of thing so i don't know it was, ja- it was jamie like, your thoughts final thoughts my final thought is i am curious as to why they chose to tell this story because it feels like it had already been told online so much. Yeah. So I'm just curious, but I'm glad that I got to hear all of the points of views, especially like the honestly the whole morbid part of it, like yeah. how he was like online attacked, and then like how he's doing because, like you said, he was a second victim of this. Yeah. In this documentary, so I feel if like I need to hear about it. I'm glad I heard the whole story. I feel like that should be the one good thing that comes out of this is that yeah. people should feel sorry for him, and hopefully, this can help him get 
better. Rocket and his career. <laughs> I'm not sure it's gonna. No. Do. He said he's not making music anymore. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like that's what's so tragic. Like he doesn't even have his art form. Like, granted, it wasn't to my taste, but a lot of like my art isn't to other people's taste, you know, so it's just like subjective to lose that form of expression is so, so like I just feel so bad for him. Yeah, that is uh, unfortunate. And I guess my I my takeaway, my final thoughts on it is that I guess I'll kind of reiterate what I said before. It was so much of a roller coaster. And to find out that a lot of those emotional journeys that it takes you on throughout those four episodes was so unnecessary. It felt like with with the music and everything, they were manipulating the watcher and trying to turn you into a particular type of, you know, whether you were one of the conspiracy theorists or the Internet sleuths or uh, you know, who they were trying to get you to identify with. Right. And they couldn't decide. And yeah, a- as opposed to just laying out the facts, you know, and that's one thing that, and not that I need to compare this with the Night Stalker again, but that it just so happens to be the one that I'm watching now. I think I'm like three or four episodes in. In that one, they're doing a play-by-play and saying the facts of what this dude is doing while he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's a completely different story, but this show is there. Uh, the uh, CISO hotel is kind of all over the place mm-hmm. and they keep they So they talk about the video and then they, they talk to this person, they talk to that person and then they move on to another aspect. And then they, they talk to people about that, but then they go back to the video and how they're dissecting the video again. And they don't just concentrate yeah. on one thing or another. And then you talk to fucking creepy dude that probably would have wanted to marry this girl right. if she was still alive. And it, I, it just felt like a weird storm of emotions that it, that it made you feel. Yeah. And I did appreciate the other YouTuber who even him like he's like I when he acknowledged that he was rewatching his videos to prep for yeah. his interview for yeah. the documentary. And he's just like, I got caught up in the conspiracy of it. Like yep. you can like he's like watching it now. And, and like, he admitted all of totally it after it. the fact. Yeah. Yes. Which is interesting. So the person interesting. the person or persons uh, that were interviewing them to make them go through these things kind of like a play by play. It's almost like one of those reality shows that you would watch or um, not reality shows. Um, uh, Dude, what the fuck would you call it? Uh, The shows where like we watch Lego masters and we watch um, like the, the bachelor shows or whatever, where they, they interview people, but you can tell that the interviews for all the episodes were done at one time at a later date. So they're having people recount what they were thinking at a, at any given time. So I don't know if they're like yeah. showing them clips of these things and asking them to kind of think back to what frame of mind they might have been in because that guy didn't lead on at the beginning that later on he was going to say, yeah, I was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And because like uh, for some of it, he was very just factual. I think he's just like, this is what's going on. And like, it wasn't so conspiracy based. Like you pick up more of that vibe definitely in his videos. Cause like, he's talking about like 
all the things that people are um, proposing that could be the cause and like the Illuminati's on the list. Like they're going through that stuff. And like, he sounds very conspiracy minded in there. Whereas during the interview, the entire time it felt much more like very clear cut. Like, here's where my, like, here's what's happening. So like, there's a little bit more clear cut. So maybe that's easier to Mm -hmm. make it feel like it's in the moment because he was a little bit more fact based then. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it does. Uh, so I guess what I'm going to say is, hey, Netflix, don't fuck with my emotions. Come on. How about you just tell the story? <laughs> bum, bum. <laughs> That's a wrong show. <laughs> well, this has been but fun. But it's kind of funny. Yeah. Yes. Well, I was just going to say, it feels like the style of how they decided to do it was how the Tiger King documentary was. Now that right. you say yeah. like they had they focused on this part and then they focused on this part. And because even with the Tiger King documentary, like you would go through those that whole episode and get entrenched in that mind of thinking like that. The episode where everyone was 100 percent sure that Carol Baskins was the murderer. And then right. the next episode, you know, this te- like this guy had to do something terrible. I can't remember the low guy. Yeah. So I think they just that's but, how they decided. So it's like the conspiracy-based one, the internet sleuth one. So that's but like for how they some reason, and I, I totally see what you're saying, but for some reason, the Tiger King just seemed more innocent. You know? That, yeah. that like, I, I understand that they, they were giving everyone's perspective on it, and they did try to steer you a certain way. And let's not forget, also Netflix. Stop fucking with my emotions, well, Netflix. I don't know. But... It it just didn't seem so uh, manipulative, right? Yeah, to me, it didn't yes. start. And I think of, it's because they kept yeah. on going back within the same episode, right? Yeah, in this one, rather than like because for the other one, for the Tiger King, they were able to focus on like the one thought, even though there were all these different things for the whole show. But like mm-hmm. you were saying, they would focus on it for like this much of it, then they would jump back to this and then they would go to that. So I think maybe if it was like a whole arch, but again, it was right. already drawn out too long. So yeah. maybe just put it in one and don't mess with our emotions as long. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't regret watching it because yeah. it brought yeah. on this wonderful conversation. Right. I know. <laughs> Always <laughs> true, and I've been rewatching American Horror Story Ooh. because of it. So I never, that. I never watched that. Uh, should I watch it? Really? Yeah. If you want, to. like you've never seen American Horror Story in general At or all. that season. I haven't seen any of it. Oh, they're all different. That is very. I figured I would be into it. Honestly, the last time that I heard about American Horror Story, we were at. Oh, where was I? It was waiting in line for. I think it was a Kesha concert Uh that I went to with Courtney and she wasn't there yet, but I was in line waiting with people for, um, for the show. And a lot of these people were Lady Gaga fans. And then that got them on talking about American Horror Story. She was in that, yeah, and and yeah. So then all of these people around me—that's hotel. That's right. Oh, Oh, okay. So then all of these people around me were just ranting and raving about the show, and then they were talking about old episodes, and it was the most in-depth conversation I've heard about American (laughs) Horror Story was in this line of apparent huge Lady Gaga fans that were also there for for a Kesha show. And I, I heard That's nothing amazing. but great things. I remember seeing the promos. It used to be on FX or uh-huh. it is on FX. And yeah, uh, it is on I, FX. If I watched it, would I dig it? Well, each season's different. So I think you, you get. Yeah. yeah. 
So if I was to watch, that's the nice thing. Like if you don't like one season, you still might like another one because the focus is different each season. So what what do you if if you were to tell me to watch a particular season, what would it be? I think I know this one. Well, no, I don't know. I don't Mm. know which one I'm currently watching hotel okay i think the one for lance would be like the what i've been out of it for a minute but it's like summer camp and it's 1985 ah. oh yes you would 1984 is or 84 i think the, right. it's on netflix yes. it's like the latest season that's on netflix that are one was sh- pretty good are yeah. you sure you're like not talking one, about just... wonder woman 1984 <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> Positive. Okay. i'm yeah. pretty sure it is i think they are both called yes they're they both are. 1984 yeah but yeah i like it i each season's a little bit different the hotel is kind of like gratuitous and some mm-hmm. of its uh uh first scenes, season but yeah. um first season was like haunted first house. season second murder was like house a, yeah yep. a sane asylum or something second one or something like that yeah, yeah. And then there was it, like yeah it was murder house asylum coven yeah there's like witchcraft involved yeah, there's been a lot of them now. circus yeah. yeah that's right or something like that and then it's hotel and then I can't remember what was six because then there's like Roanoke. That's right. And then there's cult. I'm missing a thing though. Cause it's Jesus. Roanoke cult. Yeah. There's this many. Yeah. It, it, so it's <laughs> there's kinda, like 10. There is, there is a lot. <laughs> what? Um, I was dating in 1984. My, yeah. I can yeah. name eight or nine and I know that there's <laughs> who at least was, one. Or okay. Two. Yeah. Remind me who was the, and then I'm gonna let you finish Joe, uh, all right. but who was the famous person in season one? Because I remember that Dylan being, McDermott. That's it. That's there it. we go. Yeah, Dylan okay. McDermott. Which is interesting because he's not that famous. Right. But I remember it being somebody that was supposedly he's famous. Famous. Yeah. Well, because yeah. Well, he had a really big show in like the '90s or in the 2000s. Yeah. It, he was like a lawyer in this show, and my like I remember watching it with my parents. But um, so he's he is in the first season for sure and then sometimes he makes other appearances but what i like about it is you always have this core of like five actors that are in every single season or are in a lot of seasons and then other ones will come and go and be in a couple and then they won't be in some like kathy bates is in it yeah nice and like i think she's very enjoyable and i like peter evans and paulson i can't remember rob i can't remember her name at all right oh no sarah paulson Sarah Paulson, okay. Nurse Rat, or yes, yeah. that's right. I like so her. She's cool. Some of the ones that are in a lot of the yeah. seasons, so, and Angela Bassett, <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah. It just kind of reminded me of our Judge Story group because it's like because circus, the core people, or murder, and then they're just like, well, next season. Now nah, I wasn't in the show this season, but I'll be in next. <laughs> oh, season. Okay. I see that yes. kind of thing. I and see. then like there was one that was all witchcraft and it was all female cast. Yeah. So it was like, eh, you know, I'll get to the next season, whatever the next season is, and it's nice. just like unique. I don't know. Sweet. I've just never seen a TV show done like that where it's just uh, maybe I'll check it out. The same. Yeah. It was either that. Or I also just yeah. got all the episodes of House, and I thought about watching that oh, again. Oh boy, such a good show! House twenty four. Not is, oh, I missed twenty four. Twenty four was watch, so good. Watch the Fox lineup from like two thousand yeah, no seven or something. <laughs> uh, Jamie, you're wonderful. Thank you so yes, much. We love you. We Thanks will uh, hopefully have you back here for another. Watch the Night Stalker. Yeah, we'll okay. Talk about is that. that our next one? Yes. There yeah. You go. I mean, I mean, we can. Now, it won't be. On. It won't. We won't make a full thing of it because it's kind of older. But we can certainly talk about it. How many episodes? That's a lot of episodes. 
So how many episodes is it? I don't know. Do we blast through I it? I don't know either. Do we blast through it and talk about it? Or That's what I'm doing. I've been watching at least an episode or an do episode it. and a half when I get home okay. from the bar. So uh-huh. I max out at about three o'clock in the morning and so that's just like your... falling asleep while <laughs> so I'm watching you do it. the bar scene and then you come home and watch murder documentaries. Yeah, man. Just to settle down. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty fucked up right now. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, this has been fun. Thank this you, Jamie. Great. Thank you so much. Um, and actually we'll let you be a part of our um, saying goodbye. Bye. Thank you, everyone, yes. for tuning in. And uh, thank you to Jamie. Thank you to Joe. Thank you to Joe's monster. That's right. It's <gasps> lukewarm. Monster. I see what we did there. Um, now we have to go talk to Mr. Sam Barnes yeah. about, uh, Janet about Janet Jackson. Enjoy that. Um, this has been fun. We will Oh, go uh, make sure you check out our Patreon and all That's that right. bullshit. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, there, there you go. Jamie said bye. Hey, yo. Now I can hear you. You can? Nice. Yeah. Ah. We did it. Amadeus, Amadeus. No, we did this it together. Was it was my, my user error problems. Yeah. We were, we, uh, before you could hear us, I was telling you that we just did a Zoom thing with Jamie. Yeah. Talking about the oh, Cecil cool. Hotel on Netflix. That's right. So. Oh, we just watched that yesterday. Oh. Oh, so. You have some thoughts. <laughs> what are, uh, th- what we could. This will be a bonus thing. Oh, that'd be fun. It'll be a, what, get Sam's what, take. On. What were your thoughts on the CISO Hotel, my friend? So I thought that uh, we 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 started watching it, and I was we Kate and I have been watching a lot of. I'll just preface this by saying we've been watching a lot of crime documentaries. Yeah. Um, you know, we watched all of the unsolved mysteries and all and all that shit that's been on Netflix, right? So. And then we've been finding other ones. Cold Case Files was another one we watched like all of. So anyway, yes. <laughs> uh, we started watching this and I was like, okay, bare bones. Let's get down to the case. Like my brain was totally in sync with like, I had it all figured out. I'm like, why are they not talking about what medication she was on? Yeah. Why are, why are we not immediately getting to that? <laughs> and then, Seems uh, pretty crucial. And, like, toxicology reports. Come on. Yeah. And <laughs> then they're going into all this shit about like web sleuths. And I'm like, who gives a fuck what they say? Like they don't know shit. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> so, and I'm like, I understand they can be helpful. Like, I, I get it. You know, I, I get. That no, they, can they be can't. Helpful, but they can't. Sure, but I'm just like, come on, can we just get to the point? But then I realized by the end that we brought in this morbid guy. Yeah. And poor there guy. Was a whole point to stretching this out over four episodes and bringing in all these people because we identify that web sleuths can wrongly identify people and then bully them online. Yeah. And, um, you know, we got the history of the Cecil Hotel and we also talked about the homeless problem in downtown L.A., yeah. which somehow is still, you know, this massive huge. Issue. Yeah. Right. So um, so, you know, once I watched the whole thing then I was like, oh, I see, because I, I, w- I sat there and I said to Kate, I was getting kind of mad and I'm like, this could have been wrapped up in 90 minutes. Yeah. OK, we, we get the yeah. cops on there. We talk about what her problem, what what her, you know, her um her issues with, uh, you know, bipolar were. Yeah. And we talk about the fact that, and I, I told Kate even before they said anything about it, I said, I bet she's off her meds or she's backed off of her, her medication. Yeah. Boom. Four hours later. And who, <laughs> and the only other thing I'll say about it is why is your family letting you go to, uh, why is your family letting you go to LA or on your first trip alone by yourself when you're bipolar and you've yeah. had, you know, you've had some some uh, some some issues in the past with maybe the medication not working and 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 having some problems with it, uh, and you've had some episodes and things like that. I just feel like 
she should have been with somebody. Somebody right. should have been smart enough to say, look, right. I know you're 21, but because of these other circumstances, you need to have somebody with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. You almost uh, like 95% of the things you said, we also said, so we're on the same, <laughs> yeah. we're on the exact same page there. And yeah. then we kind of dove into a little bit. We talked about some of the individual characters that were presented on screen, you know, these obviously the real people, mm -hmm. but we kind of dug into the the old manager a little bit. I said that the one dude, I forget his name, but one of the internet sleuths was uh fucking creepy. And mm -hmm. uh he was like That's uh, one? Yeah, well just, the know. one that was like <laughs> obsessed with her. Like her and he grave. was like, I just felt so close to her. And yeah, he had to have somebody go and oh, touch her actual yeah. grave. I'm like, dude, you are fucked up yeah no like the, the quiet talker in yeah. the dark room is that yeah. who you're talking about yeah. i forgot about how quiet he talked he was like yeah and then i did this like, and then uh, like what is your I just, problem i just felt like i knew her oh Gross. my god Gross. she was she was a part of my life now uh, <laughs> oh my god it's so weird i reserved a grave plot right next to hers <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> terrible! Fuck up. And anyway, um, that that, that this is the the That's new a good starter. This is the new ending <laughs> yeah. to our our episode. Yeah. So there we go. Thank you, Sam, yeah, for your input you. on that. Oh, hey, we're gonna add oh, you on oh, that. Always one. a pleasure to, to chat. <laughs> right. <laughs>